Hello everyone and welcome to the staff room, the interlude edition. My name is Pav and today you're joining me for my moment of Zen. Today's topic is recaps and recollections. In this interlude, I want to take you back a little further into our journey with this podcast and what it has meant to me. It's hard to believe we started this journey only four short months ago, on the day before the first day of school in September. I remember it being a do-or-die situation. Hey Che, are we doing this? Yeah, Pav, I think we have to. Let's dive in. Let's roll. We jumped in with both feet, and thank goodness we didn't sink. Deciding to record that first episode was huge. We had been informally planning this podcast for months before, and seeing it come to fruition was a dream. We've talked about our origin story many times, both in written form through our school rubric origin story article, and also on the podcast. In a nutshell, it was born through a project we did with Che's grade 8 class last school year, an experience we will all surely never forget. Check out episode 1 of the podcast to know a little bit more about that. So on to this interlude. There are three things that I want to talk to you about today. What the podcast has done for me, where we plan to go from here, and what I'm most thankful for in this journey. So there are two things the Staff Room Podcast has done for me. The first is, it has forced me to be more reflective about my teaching practice. Through the topics we have covered, I've taken a closer look at what I have been doing with my students and have been much more mindful about what I'm not doing with them. It's interesting that when we talk so deeply about our best practices, we really force ourselves to think more about what we are putting into practice for ourselves. I've made many changes with changes with my own teaching since delving so deep into our topics. I've cut out things that I discovered were fluff and started to include more of the things that we've read and researched about. The podcast has also really forced me to face my fears of opinionated speaking. I'm not necessarily afraid of public speaking in general. After all, that's part of what we do for a living daily. But I've always been afraid of speaking my opinions. Although I'm not quite there yet, as I'm still nowhere near being able to rant on the podcast or even here in my interludes, like my outspoken counterpart, but I'm getting comfortable with the idea, slowly. It's something that doesn't come naturally to me, as I'm one of those people that write out the voice messages I'm going to leave before making the call. Maybe some of you can relate? So where do we plan to go from here? Che and I have talked a lot about what our next steps are professionally. We've dabbled with the idea of continuing the podcast for a little while, but then we want to also start thinking about where we want to take this huge wealth of knowledge that we have gained. Writing a book seems like a great natural progression for us, so that might be the direction that we take. Nothing is cemented though, since we are so early in this game and we haven't quite enjoyed the process to the fullest yet. It's only been four months, even though it feels much longer. We've been so busy with the growth of it all, we haven't really sat back to enjoy the fruits of our labor. We've gained so many people that we can now call friends in this process. We've made connections with people all over the world. We've had doors opened for us that we hadn't even dreamed to have opened, all because we took that leap of faith and dove into what we felt was something big. Where did our drive come from? Who knows? We knew we had things to say, we knew we had a dynamic that would be easy to follow, and the magic just sort of started to happen. 
And that brings me to part three, the gratitude part. Sometimes we don't realize how much we need something until it happens. And we look back, reflect, and realize how much it was intended for us at that exact moment in life. This podcast was one of those things. Somehow, the timing was just right. I had known that I needed to deconstruct my teaching practice and start from the ground up. Let's call it a purge. One of my interludes was focused on purging the things not needed in our classrooms anymore. This this felt like it was the right time to purge of old habits, of old and outdated practices. Every single thing we have talked about on the show and every conversation we have had with our professional learning network has helped me to fine-tune my teaching. I have never in my 13 years of teaching had the opportunity to empty out my teaching drawer and all the research and discourse we have engaged in for the last four months has really helped me to be able to clean and organize my practice. So I'm incredibly grateful for that. It's a simple thing, really. Did I have the time to do it? No, of course not. This was a huge undertaking for the both of us. But if we had waited for a point in our lives when we had more time to engage in this kind of professional development, it surely would never have happened. I'm grateful that Che and I took the risk. I'm grateful that we dove in and didn't look back. And I'm thankful that we didn't give up when the times were tough. And I'm indeed incredibly grateful that I had an amazing partner to pick up my slack when I couldn't, pushed me to keep going when I was buried under anxiety and marred by self-doubt, and who also had the drive and enthusiasm to match mine for an idea this big and seemingly impossible for two people who knew nothing about podcasting. And I said all that without a quiver in my voice, so I'm thankful for that as well. I've mentioned this before, but the people we have met on this journey have been essential for our growth, not only as a podcast, but also to our personal growth as well. I've gained a new outlook and perspective since being a part of this journey, and it has been essential in, keeping, in helping to keep our momentum and confidence going. There were times when we both felt so drowned by the work and didn't feel the reward for our efforts, and someone would send us a message to say that they loved something we said or did, or they could relate to one of our stories or anecdotes, and it would give us the validation we so desperately needed to know that we were doing good work. The positive and authentic feedback we have received from everyone that we have come into contact with has been imperative in helping us keep up with what we are doing. We can't wait to continue this incredible journey into 2020, and we can't wait to have all of you join us and be a part of our story into the future. Thank you so much for joining me for my moment of Zen. Please also check out Che's interlude. It's always a great listen. So if you have not already tuned in, get into that one next. We love all that you have been for us in the past few months. And we know you will be here with us going into the new year. We appreciate you and we hope to see you again soon. Remember to inspire, don't require, always be a humble servant. And also, follow along with our newest newest hashtag we are so proud to be a part of, Education Never Dies. Ciao for now.